one. Hey guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. And today we have a very special guest on you guys for the Switch Podcast. Today we have ESPN sports reporter Quint Kessinek. Quint, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come on the podcast. What's going on? Thank you, guys. I'm excited for uh, championship weekend coming up in uh, Kyle's Lacrosse Memorial Day. we got games on uh, Saturday and Monday, and uh, excited to talk to you guys. Great. So our first question is, growing up, were you always interested in sports and specifically lacrosse? Uh, I was. My, my dad uh, was a high school coach out on Long Island at, at Oceanside, and I grew up in Lindbrook. And as a kid, I always played uh, football and then uh, played some soccer. And I wrestled and played lacrosse from a pretty early age. We were playing in the backyard with my older brothers when I was, uh, I don't know, four or five, six. And I started playing uh, rec ball for the Limburg Titans when I was in second grade. So uh, I, I've been playing. I had been playing for a long time. It was always uh, it was always important to me. I, I was playing a sport usually every season. When you were growing up, like, did you like watching any reporters or commentators on TV that you kind of liked watching? And did you always know you kind of wanted to be like a broadcaster? I, I didn't. I didn't always have broadcasting in the back of my mind. I did like watching sports. Uh, you know, my dad was a high school football coach, so we were always watching college football or the NFL. And my favorite sports show growing up was uh, ABC's Wide, Wide World of Sports, which was a, a weekly show where they would have different sporting events from around the world, uh, whether it was boxing or horse racing or cliff diving or rugby. Uh, they actually had lacrosse on there when I was little once. Uh, that was a fascinating show hosted by Jim McKay. And Jim McKay was, was a, he was a, a really smart reporter. He was a good writer. And I always found their shows to be entertaining uh, and fascinating and, and really uh, kind of eye-opening terms of the availabilities of, of sports around the globe. What made you interested in, in reporting specifically for lacrosse and football? Well, I started right after college. Uh, they asked me to do Johns Hopkins lacrosse games on radio my first year. Uh, that was 30 years ago, actually. And uh, I just started doing radio games for Hopkins. And two years later, that segued into uh, we did five games on TV locally on a cable channel out of Baltimore. And then ESPN started getting involved in the mid nineties and they gave me a chance. Uh, it was basically a one, one game tryout and they liked what they heard. And so I did uh, a bunch of the college playoff games for ESPN. Uh, this was all while I had a real job in the real world. I was working for Citibank, uh, a, a credit card company that, that they, uh, that they had in Towson, Maryland. So broadcasting for my first 10 years out after, after college was part-time. Uh, it took me about 12 years to get a full-time contract into broadcasting. You mentioned you attended John Hopkins. So what made you choose to go to John Hopkins when you were entering college? Well, you know, uh, it became clear growing up when I was your age, when I was in, in middle school and, and early in high school, I thought wrestling was going to be my path. I was actually a better wrestler than I was a lacrosse player. But by the time I was a sophomore in high school, I think it became clear that that I was going to be in the, in the running to play college lacrosse, uh, schools that I was considering a Brown was the school I was considering army and Navy. My older brother went to the Naval Academy, mm -hmm. uh, Virginia, what was, was high on my list, uh, as was Hopkins. And, and in the end, I think it came down to, you know, army, Virginia or Johns Hopkins. I went on a trip to Virginia and Hopkins and army 
uh, I just uh, I just felt that the combination of, of the academics at Hopkins, which were very tough, uh, and their excellent lacrosse program, kind of fit fit. Uh, the location was great. I liked the campus, and the, the guys on the team I I uh, I kind of uh, related to. So it was a good fit for me. So I know we haven't talked about this a lot, but what was it like being an All American goalie and one of the best? Well, I was very, I played on some really good teams. I was always surrounded by outstanding players uh, and we had an amazing coaching staff. So, you know, at first I was a backup goalie for the first five games of my freshman year. And so just working my way into the starting lineup was, was, was hard. It was difficult. It was challenging. Uh, We ended up winning the championship that my first year, and then we lost in the championship game my junior year. But uh, it was always about just trying to win the next game and trying to get better each week. And, uh, you know, my teammates were completely supportive. Uh, just, just amazing to be part of such an organization that was uh, so hungry, trying to win e- each week. And, and uh, you know, we, we felt uh, we felt responsible to, to play up to the standard uh, at, J- at Johns Hopkins. It's a school that had won uh, a lot of championships prior to uh, prior to our, our time. So now we jump to like more of your broadcasting career. Like, how do you say you prepare for each game you commentate for? Like, what's the preparation like? Well, for lacrosse, uh, I start by watching a lot of film. So like today and tomorrow, I'll I'll watch the games from last weekend over on the computer uh, and I'll go through them and take notes. So like, I'll show you guys like, so I'll take, I'll take pretty diligent notes on, on a game. I'll go through the score sheet and and I'll and I'll take notes on the game like this is uh this is a game between Notre Dame and Drexel from the first round and so I'm just writing notes and at the end I'll circle some things that that are important whether it's a player's tendency or a a team strategy or something I see going forward uh so watching film is number one second would be talking to coaches uh we we have we we have conference calls or zooms now with with cut with with coaches each week prior to their games and those notes are usually a page long. This is a conversation I had last week with Kevin Corrigan, uh, the Notre Dame head coach. That, and then you're, you're, I'm Google, constantly Google searching articles on players uh, to, to try to find out their backgrounds or a family story or something interesting about them personally. And so when, when it's all said and done, I'll go into the game with those notes and then I make a board, I make a board for each team. Uh, I do it old fashioned. I do. I handwrite it on this uh, on this giant folder, and so you'll see the players have each have they have a box. So I have a player's name, his hometown, his height, his weight, uh, m- maybe some accolades or something. Whether he's a righty or a lefty, whether he's got a good shot, whether he's fast or or, or what is what his skill set. And then on the back of that, I also write write some notes, uh, maybe some team notes in terms of the team's record that year, what their strengths or weaknesses are maybe a historical note so at the end of the week I go into a game with with a lot of ammunition now sometimes the game doesn't break to where I'll hardly use that at all especially by the end of the year where I know teams but it's always nice to have that as a reference guide uh, and to read over it's almost like I view it as I have a test on Saturday like my test this week is Maryland against Duke and so all week I'll study coaches notes film player individual notes. Uh, and, and so, but by, by the time they face off on Saturday, you're ready to just kind of relax and, and, and call what you see. So what's the, what do you think is like the best moment that you ever witnessed live, specifically like commenting either a sideline football game or a lacrosse game? What's the best moment that you ever witnessed live? 
That's a hard question. Uh, I've been lucky in, in covering a lot of different sporting events. I would say college football. Uh, I covered Ohio State when Urban Meyer, their, their coach, took over that first year, and they went 12-0. and 0. And I covered the Michigan-Ohio State game, and the, and the fans swarmed the field, and I got to interview coach uh, at the end of that undefeated season. That was, that was probably a, a special football. Uh, I've done some big bowl games, you know, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, so that's been exciting as well. I, the college wrestling championships, being an ex-wrestler, are always super exciting. I've, I've done a bunch of those, and th th those athletes are so talented. They're so tough. They're so focused. And so being able to cover the best of college wrestling is, is always a special day. Uh, I covered a four or five Kentucky derbies, and to go down to Louisville and to see the colors and to see Churchill Downs and the pageantry around that event is, is spectacular. Uh, and, and then I would, I would say a couple of the international events I've done have been really special going over to Ireland, Ireland and covering the Irish Derby, going to Israel and covering the world games of lacrosse. Uh, and, and then finally the lacrosse championships, you know, it's kind of how my year ends on Memorial day and, you know, being, being involved in, in those championships is, is always just an amazing experience to, to watch the tournament unfold, to tell the stories to see the game progress in advance. It's, uh, it's all very exciting. What I love 